I am Negan. I am Negan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast, and we are back. Not only are we just back, but we are back with a whole new series. This is for The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. I, I guess, I, I want to say it in a quick, The Ones Who Live. They have to do something with it. I don't know. I, I just, it's so long of a title. I feel like it, they add some oomph to it, you know, make it creepy. Or like, remember Fear when they used to start and have that 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 uh, that little riff, dom dom dom, or when they would do the the shock sound in the early days of Fear, like, oh yeah, and then you know, like the flickering screen, awesome, awesome. Then then they toned down, but but anyway, yeah. Um, hey everybody. So uh, my name is uh, Adam Vale. I'm a senior editor over at thecoalition.com. That's with a K, and I'm joined by editor in chief of the Coalition, Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, listeners and viewers? What's up, Adam? And Throwdown Shows, Carlos from Metal. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on, man? Yeah, this is it. We're back. This has been great. Uh, thanks again for all the people that have been following and subscribing over on Spotify and iTunes and, of course, on YouTube and with the website. It's it's great. And it's always great when we could see activity on these older episodes, not so much just for us and our content, but for the show, just for Walking Dead, the franchise, it shows us an interest. Uh, when I look at the analytics and I see that, oh, people are watching back episodes from the last season of uh, Walking Dead proper, which makes sense if they want to try to tie this in of what's going on with uh, the ones that live, but gonna tell you guys and it's something that we we hated on this show there's a lot of world beyond talk in the ones that live so if you are like many because the show had horrible ratings and it wasn't that good of a show that passed on watching world beyond you you might have some bitterness when watching this or at this point i'm we're airing this after the fact you've seen it already then you probably already know you got a bunch of question marks like what's this what's that crm the crm that why are they nuking this or, or why are they getting rid of these communities why are they not really the government what is this all these questions were answered in world beyond but no one watched it so that i'm, I'm sure that's going to be the gripe that a lot of uh, Walking Dead fans are still with the mothership and I've watched like, eh, some of them, but they, a lot of people put that off because they're like kids running around lost. Ah, I don't want to watch this, but uh, there was a lot to tie in. And especially when they discussed all the different locations, the purpose of the CRM, a lot of backstory that works, which is coming forward now and being discussed and long dialogue, uh, parts that we had in this episode and the ones that live so if you feel a little bit lost we're going to fill you in on a, a lot of the stuff but if you're still lost and you really want to know what's going on with all of it you can go through our backlog and take a look we covered world beyond it was two seasons of that we did not like it spoiler um but uh, also for your own stuff if you want to watch the show go ahead on amc plus they have it all there 
So you could go ahead and binge and, and watch those. Uh, what was it? It was 10 episodes, two seasons. Uh, a lot of filler in between all of this. Uh, the main takeaway is all the CRM talk. All the stuff, and they, they make a lot of references where there could have been points where Rick, I guess, could have interacted with them. And it makes me wonder if the show didn't perform poorly, would have it returned and kept going. That's World Beyond. And then we could have seen them connect with the ones that live with Rick Grimes. What do you think, Rich? Am I off? Do you think that that could have been an idea that they had? To try to connect both shows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We probably could have saw saw that. Um we'll get into it, but I don't I don't know if I like the way that they connected these stories. Oh, that that, that was my my issue. And that's one of the things uh this is uh, <laughs> I've watched this uh yeah, two and a half times. And when the first go around, I was like, ah, this we always knew it was going to be tricky, right? We always knew it was going to be tricky to explain what happened with Rick from the bridge. Why did the CRM pick him up? Uh, especially just him, when you consider all the other things that were going around. I mean, hell, think about it. If you really want people that can help your new community, I don't know if Rick would be the one you want. I would take Eugene because he's making bullets, he's uh, smart, he's got some use in a community, you know what I mean? Like, I, that would be the person I would, but the, we all know the real reason is that they had removed Rick Grimes because the plan was to do some movies, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Personal note, uh, was it, um, I'm blanking on the name, Abraham, um, no. Andrew the, Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln, Andrew my Lincoln. bad, there we go. Andrew Lincoln, he, he was homesick, he's from England, and he went to be with his family, he's been doing this on uh, the US soil for years at that point, it was like 10 years or so, and uh, he just needed a break, so they were like, all right, fine, that's it, we'll, we'll write you off, we're not killing you, and we'll do some movies and stuff, but then things changed, and the pandemic happened, a lot of things got put on hold, and uh, what was going to be movies, from what I understand now, has been completely scrapped. And we got this show, The the, the Ones That Live. And uh, then Michonne also left because she was uh, she put together a play that was going to be on Broadway. I'm not sure if it did come out on Broadway, but I know she had other projects. Black Panther, she's doing a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, she was doing Black Panther. Mm -hmm. She had other things. So then it was like, all right, well, she's leaving the show. It. It was it was getting weird after a while, and we had discussed that when talking about Walking Dead. When we're talking about how we got to RJ and Judith being raised by the community because both their parents are gone. You know, <laughs> it's like I mean, even in this episode, they do a little callback, you know, trying to throw in some flashbacks of what happened. They said five years earlier, and they show the bridge and all that stuff. But then they show a little bit of Michonne talking to Judith, like. You know, I, I know daddy's out there. And she was like, if you do, go get him. And it's like, eh, no, no kid would say that. My kid does not even want my <laughs> wife in the other room. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> Within like a few minutes, he's like doing a roll call. All right, mommy, where are you? Yeah, so no, but whatever. I get it. They were trying to do this for the show. And there, there was nothing else they can do. They were sort of stuck uh, rocking a hard place because you have kids involved, small kids. And even when they did the time jump and all that stuff, it still wasn't that much. It was just taking the baby to the adult. And they tried to explain that here. People don't get too confused when watching, when you've watched World Beyond, I mean, sorry, I'm mixing all these up. Uh, the ones that live, you're going to hear a lot of numbers regarding years. Rick talks about six years that he's been there. They said six years as a, was it a co-signee? What was it that they called it? 
uh, when you have to work your way to get into this community. Co-Simon. Yeah, consignment. consignment. Yeah, 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 to do the mm -hmm. six years. But then he talks about how he did one year of training to become the soldier. But then in another segment, he talks about multiple years. So then I'm still thrown off on all these years of what's happening. But we know that they're trying to sprinkle everything. Pretty much all you need to know is that from the time he was taken from the bridge to the very end of the Mothership show, this is what he's been doing. So try not to focus too much on all the years and the times, because if you're taking notes and you're writing it down and trying to do the math, it doesn't really add up with some of the activities. But doesn't matter. That's it. So let's just get into it right off the bat. The way they explain this, and that, that's how we'll do a little roundtable discussion of like, what does it work for you? I'll start off real quick because I just heard my, my head say, I think it's dying. Um, it... It felt weird to just say that they picked them up just to become one of the people that protects the city, the hidden city. Why would you go this far to just pretty much abduct one person and then put them out on the front line to protect the city from walkers being tethered by a group when you could have just give, given that to any Joe Schmo, which we find out later from his commanding officer about the A's and the B's. Uh, you would think if they picked Rick Grimes, they picked him because he was a leader of a community. He was law enforcement. He had other attributes, uh, other other characteristics, uh, characteristics that could benefit the creation of a new community. And that's not what they used him for. Uh, so I know at some point his commanding officer uh, was it um Belford or. Uh, Oka Ford. had sort of hinted as, hey, you could have been in a long time ago, but you're choosing to be out here. And he was like, well, this is where I want to be. I don't want to be part of your damn community. I don't want to be here. It just seems weird for that. You know what I mean? Like, you would just, if you're going to abduct people and force, put them in forced labor like this in a harsh condition where it's like, hey, here's a weapon. We're going to tether you. We make sure you go out there, kill these walkers, clean these areas, and we pull you back. You would put people that you don't care about. But it seems like that's not the case with him, as we all know who he is. And it sounds like his commanding officer also knows more about him. But this is how they explain it. And he's been doing that for six years. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, Rich, what did you think of that? That explanation of what happened to him? Well, I have to be honest and say uh, I didn't really like the explanation. Um, I understood they had to try to tie all this stuff together with the CRM and all the time that has passed. I will say one thing. The episode is titled Years. So that's why they went with this particular format, talking about all the years. So I understand that. But it just seems to me like anytime they, they're telling a story and they are telling you what's happening instead of showing you what's happening, I have an issue with that. Like, for example, when Rick is writing this letter to Michonne, he's explaining this is what happened right after the, the bridge incident. I would have preferred seeing clips of that instead of him saying this is what happened, you know, as he's writing the letter. It's just like stuff like that. I just feel like it does make me quite as interested. I understood they had a certain point in time they had to get to when they showed the five-year jump to now, but I think they just could have they could have handled that a lot better. And one thing I will say about this before you go to Carlos, uh, Okafor, I will just say this: the actor who they got to play this character, 
I felt that he was trying to act like Idris Elba slash Denzel Washington with the mm-hmm. way he was talking. His the way he was talking, the dialogue, it just didn't sound like it like that's his real accent or something like that. That's why I was like, all right. So I did laugh when we saw what happened to that character, but I didn't want to point that out because I was a little I laughed when I saw how he was talking in these interactions with Rick and stuff like that. It's just like it's it's very, 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 very weird. But let's hear what Carlos uh, thinks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I agree with a lot of the points. Uh, I do have sort of the my biggest issue with with the whole thing is the thing that Adam mentioned at the beginning is just trying to figure out how the timeline works. It's like five years this, one year this. It's been how long? Seven years, or you know. So it, you know that can be confusing, especially off of of a first to watch and not you know having time to rewatch it or. Um, making sense of anything so yeah that that timeline i feel like could have been a little bit better fleshed out um i you know the okafor thing i do like his character but i do agree with the voice i'm like i wonder if that's his real voice or maybe maybe you know we always we're always uh we're always uh shown to a lot of british actors in these shows so it could be just one of <laughs> it could be a british actor andrew lincoln is a british actor uh you know is his accent got actually better remember Andrew Lincoln, Rick, in the beginning, he had that that superimposed Southern accent that was really coral and all that yeah. stuff. But I feel like you know he toned down now, on that. Yeah, he toned down on yeah. that. Now it's now it sounds it sounds a little bit more neutral, but it sounds a little bit more natural for it to come out. Um, so yeah, uh, overall, just uh, initial thoughts from the you know from the show. Uh, actually, I, I I kind of enjoyed it. I felt like it was a uh, it was pretty good. I mean, huh? oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I just wanted to know from the the way they explained what happened to him. We'll get to everything. But do, you were cool yeah. how they explained it. Of hey, he's been was brought into this group CRM just for forced labor. That's pretty much it. He was just there for labor. That's that's the well, issue he, I had. He was, I, he was the yeah he was the vanguard. I think more than anything, it was just you know the vanguard of the military. The military. Uh, there was a town that governed itself, and then there was a military that governed everything outside of it. And 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 Rick was sort of you know part of the military. He wasn't really quote unquote in the military, but he was like sort of you know some of some of the the, the peons of, of the whole well, that, of the whole. Well, not even because remember later on he talks about when he's sitting down at the bench with Garcia, and they're looking out at this walled off or not walled off. I should just say waterfront closed off city this hidden city that's what they call it but we pretty much think it's pittsburgh right that's what's going on it, here it's philadelphia it's, it's philadelphia. philadelphia they, they confirmed, they confirmned. Yeah. all right so it's philadelphia yeah, they but mentioned. they but they don't mention that in the show the, yes right yeah because... they do they do uh so the first time the, the first time i realized it was philadelphia was when they men, uh, mentioned the lincoln financial field i know that's where the eagles play it was about so, bombing it the major when he sat down talking to him about yes, it. so they, they they talked about oh we bombed we bombed Atlanta we bombed uh, Los Angeles or somewhere else and there's like but when we got to Philadelphia that's when o- uh, Okafor said that he you know decided to go against uh, sort of the the orders but yeah so they, they it definitely was Philadelphia after they confirmed it on the show whether whether or not the sh- the the view that we saw uh, when they were sitting on the bench was Philadelphia yeah no, not yeah sure. not sure either and then also if that's the case if this one guy has so much power say no then he's what he's claiming that land 
because th- that would make well, him the leader. Because if they were bombing all these other cities and they already had their own locations, their CRM locations, mm-hmm. why is this one going to stand? And if it is, who's going to run well, it? Well, don't forget the Okafor. He, I mean, we're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Okafor mentioned the reason why he how he oh, yeah. did it. He didn't just say no. He said he had to he had to kill. Oh his yeah, wife. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I get that. I'm just wondering, like. I would think that's if you're not going to bomb a city and you're saying, all right, well, we're going to keep this one around. Well, who's going to run it? Who's going to bring in the units and do all that stuff? It seems like it's a bigger choice than just what he could make as it's not like he was the bomb runner because he had talked about the other big cities that he did bomb. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it, it it was gonna be a hard task. But you know what? We'll probably have to look past all of that, and we'll definitely toward the end because what they throw at us pretty much wipes all that out. It's like you don't really care anymore because now it, it's gone back to full circle to what we wanted. But we're introduced to some other characters that so we should get familiar with. We got Garcia, right? Esteban. That's mm-hmm. one of his other buddies that also worked that line of killing. But his goal was completely different. He he wanted to be in the city. He's like, I just got to do my, my my time. And once I get my time, they're going to get me a job working at the waterworks and, and doing all this stuff. I can't wait to get in there. So he's thrilled. And then he eventually does get that job. So we got that. And then Thorn, right? That's the woman that he meets up with. That She's from South Africa. South Africa. Right? She was in the Navy. So that's how she knows how to fight because we see a little bit of that later on. And uh, it turns out she's a very good poker player. And how she got picked up is that she was in Vegas for some big tournament. And then that's when the, the outbreak started. So she didn't even get a chance to play a hand. And then long story short, she meets up with uh, this captain who picks her up. The same one for the CRM. And ta-da, here she is. So it was like, all right, I'm pretty... Uh, we, go, we got the major we'll get into later. But I was kind of surprised that... There was only those two. I don't know why I figured it would just be a, like a bigger community of people that he would have introduced or characters that would introduce this with. Like, hey, we got this guy. This one's from this one. Or this girl from here. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, he's been there six years. But it sounds like he didn't talk to anybody because even when he has that conversation with Garcia, he's like, wow, you actually want to talk to me after all these years that I've been talking to you and you don't mm-hmm. respond. So I'm like, I. I, it's it's as if when we're being tuned in is when his brain is being activated to like try to do something because he said he's tried to escape a few times. They they show quick flashbacks and we saw the flash of him on the beach side ooh, on the beach front that we saw from uh, the, the mothership finale. ending. Yep, the finale where he seen him lift up his hands. All right, that was one of the times. The main time, which is what takes place in this one. Is when he's tethered, he's running out there to kill some walkers that's getting too close. And this is when he decides to take his axe and chop off his hand, which is where the tether is, so he can escape. But he can't make it. He's bleeding. He tried to stop the bleeding. He still wasn't working. He's collapsed. And then they pull him in. They grab him and they pull him in. So that was a big right there. We were trying to figure out, was this a smart move? Why didn't he just try to cut the cable? Uh, I guess it's a steel cable. There's plenty of reasons. But then I remember the main gripe a lot of people had with uh, The Walking Dead, the TV show, as opposed to linking whenever they would try to coincide and link with the comic, is that, well, he still has his hand. Why does he still have his hand? There were so many times they hinted that he was going to cut his hand off. 
you know, it never happened. And then Aaron lost his hand and had the beard and everything going. It's like, oh, he he's Rick. Aaron is is playing that character. So I feel like this was more of a, a callback to and a nod to that community. It's like, all right, look, 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 look. we did it. We did it. Look, he, he lost his hand. Ta-da! There you go. And uh, but he, he still gets one of those uh electronic military form hands where he can it sort of looked like he could could he move his fingers or was he just a permanent fist? I don't know. That was that's a that's a good question because I that, I thought about that throughout the episode. I'm like, is it just static and stays like that? I think for, it is. Yeah, right. Just for punching, because I, I know that there are. I've seen with amputees and this technology where I don't know how they do it, but they'll have it where you can see them move appendages and see the fingers moving. But we've and never seen. Blade. Yeah, and the blade. blade. He's got the blade, and so it's a fist and a blade. Let's just go with that. Sounds like a cool weapon. It's an attachment he could put on. He goes out there. Yeah. So uh, this is Rick. This is Rick Grimes, and the whole time where he's narrating that he's writing all these letters to Michelle. He knows it's not going to get to her. He puts them in these little bottles or whatever, little jars, vials, and he throws them in the ocean. But uh, his boss has been reading them all like a perf and knows all of this. How is he finding them all? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense because they show him just chucking it. It's someone constantly watching him and then with a scuba set, you know, and just like, oh, he threw it. Got to go. I I don't know. That that was a little far-fetched for me. It's like... But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really, I didn't really understand how how that happened because I know he mentioned, oh, we saw, you know, the, the you threw the first one you threw in the river, uh, I think they caught, but I'm like, how did they get the other ones? Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Catch? Somebody had to been watching him to catch all of these, and that he kept running and throwing these in. So then it, it gets into the whole point where with the years, like you said, Rich. They're trying to explain to the six years he was there until he finally agrees because the captain won't give up on him. They put him back on the line, even with the one hand. Hey, this is what you got to do. This is your job, but you don't have to do it. You could work your way in. I don't want to go in. I don't want to keep doing this. But it wasn't until Garcia pretty much planted the seed, which seems like a no brainer. It's like, hey, if this guy, your boss, his whole job goal right now is to recruit you to work for the CRM. Why don't you just do it? And then when you're out on one of the runs for supplies or whatever, just take off. That seems like a no-brainer idea, right? But uh, Rick couldn't figure this out. Yeah, I agree. It, it is a no-brainer idea. Um, but I guess they really wanted to hit the home hit home that Rick felt lost, even when he attempted to escape the first time and cut off his hand. Um, it's just like he didn't really think through any of these things. He's just been desperate to get out of this situation and to get back to his family. So it makes sense that he would be given this idea to finally join the CRM and try to get out. But uh, we'll see what happens because it feels as though after his conversation with Okafor, now he may try to save the world, so to speak, the way that they discussed. But uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if that's going to happen. We need to see how that plays out. Well, we know it ain't going to play out with Okafor. That's it. Oh, <laughs> oh, but but yeah, I mean, he pretty much Okafor has an idea of a coup because that's the thing. If someone's trying to figure this out, the CRM is not the U.S. government. It's not the U.S. military. This is completely separate. This is its own thing. There, there's probably going to be a few episodes. They just go through the whole history of how did it start? Right. It's like 
I don't want to say it's militant because it's not. It's very organized. It seems like like private contractors, like it was a private contractor group that just started growing. And they said, you know what? Well, we have locations. I think if I remember, World Beyond talked about like six locations. And uh, they kept growing. And then when everything went to poop that we experienced with the fall, that's when they reactivated themselves and said, all right, this is it. We're going to take action. And that's when they started bombing and doing all the stuff that they did. So that's that's that whole thing. So it sounded like Okaford, the way he was describing it to Thorne and to Rick, because he brought both of them in, and he says he sees them as leaders for his special force command unit that he wants to create. And their whole thing is that he didn't like the A and B structure that the, the CRM have in place, which is the A's are the ones that are eh, they're not trouble, but they are free thinkers or people that could influence others. So they either just kick them out, kill them, or they put them on that row there to, to do stuff. And then the bees, which are the workers, the people that want to just live normal civilian lives. I want to have a family. I want to do this. I want to do that. I, I can provide services. Okay, then you go inside. But all the people that could disrupt or convince others, hey, I don't like how things are going. Let's unionize. No, 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 no. You're going to the front line, buddy. You talk too much. Um, so it sounds like he, the way he was describing, he doesn't want to get, so he was pretty much building a coup attempt, right? He wanted to create a group and he was going to send them out and they were going to then spread the gospel that he was creating. He already had some material for them. And uh, the, the goal is to pretty much build a big enough force to then fight the CRM and to take over and change the way things are run. That's pretty ballsy to do all this with just two people uh you know with thorn and rick and i i it was a deep a deep uh dialogue choice for him to go into all this stuff blah, 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 blah. i mean it's pretty long i'm like well we, we this, this is a lot this is a lot we it, it, it's almost as if he was just planning it out but he didn't really have anything set in motion and all these years he's waiting on rick to turn around Come on, Rick, help me. Turn around, do this with me. That's why, I, like I said earlier, I wish there was others involved. I wish uh, that uh, he would have said, hey, I already got, I don't know, Velos here and this one and that one. They're all in on it. You know, we're all ready. We just need a few more pieces and, and you and Thorne are those missing pieces. Let's do this together. Eh, it, it, it didn't get brought up, but... The, what did uh, go into motion is that idea for Rick to join. He joins up with the CRM and taking Garcia's idea of just, hey, I'm going to get out of here. So the the other main takeaway is even though Garcia is now back, well, now in the city and has that dream job and he has that girlfriend, right? The journalist, which is funny. They have their own TV. They have everything. How is that feed not being picked up elsewhere? Because they kept talking about, oh, we're hidden. We don't tell anybody where we are. Well, you got a TV channel that's broadcasting stuff. Somebody is going to know by just looking at the geography, right? That, that was so weird. I, I don't, I didn't understand that. It would have made more sense if it was not televised, if it was just a radio transmission. Like, oh, we have a radio station we listen to. That's how we know what's going on. But whatever. Long story short, Garcia, he, he approaches Garcia and says, hey, there's got to be a way. It, we're going into this other town. Is there any way in the 
the water system, the sewer system that I can get out. You know, I know they're all walks. And he's like, oh, I'm not supposed to tell you. But, you know, if I was to tell you, and he sort of backhandedly is explained how to get through and gives him the padlock combo because that's all that's holding it it's a padlock you know what if you really care about security you put more than a padlock you know you weld it shut or do something i just found that funny too you know so before i get any further i mean what did all that while i'm rambling with all this what did you think of of uh, the commander's idea of starting a coup and for now rick saying hey i think this is how i'm gonna get out i'm gonna go through the sewer did uh, all this work out for you make sense huh carlos I mean, it explained how crazy Okafor was. I mean, you know, he, we find out later, like all the stuff that he had to do to, you know, for, you know, Philadelphia to not get bombed. So, like, his ideals are pretty set in stone. So, it makes sense to his character. Um, as far as the Rick escaping, I thought, I thought it, he was going to go through with it and then he was going to, you know, get caught and be like, oh, here we go again. This time it's going to cost you this or whatever. But it didn't happen. That was actually a twist. Oh yeah, uh, to the whole uh-huh. ordeal. But um, yeah, I was uh, I wasn't expecting a uh, a successful uh, escape. But you know, Rick's already failed four times before that, so uh-huh. uh, <laughs> it would have it would have been par for course for that if if it would have kept going. So so, Rich, did you think this has a part of me? I same thing. And I mean. You know, hindsight now, we already know how it happened. But at the time, when we see him going into the sewer, right, and he is well, he's about to go in and get in, and then all of a sudden, these walkers approach, he kills the walkers, he sees the little girl, makes that choice to go save the little girl. At that point, you say, all right, this is it. This is how it's going to be going forward. He's going to constantly get close to get out, almost like a Gilligan's Island situation. And then he's <laughs> going to have to come back. Things didn't work out. It's like, oh, no, you were so close, Rick. You know, I mean, it clearly doesn't happen. But still, at this point, that's what I was feeling when I watched it. I'm like, great. Now he's never going to. It's always going to be something. And what did you get from that, Rich? That That's exactly what I thought. I knew he wasn't going to escape. Uh, there was going to be some something that happened at that particular time that was going to prevent him from going through with it. Um, I think it makes sense because, again, they want to emphasize the storyline that uh, people are always trying to get out of the CRM and they're never successful. So uh, I didn't really have an issue with that. I, I did I did question about the little girl showing up, and then I, I know they explained that as well, but it's like that was just – it came from out of nowhere. Um but again, they had to, I guess, distract and make sure he did he couldn't get out of there because, like you said, it's a little too easy to know exactly where to go. And then the fact that uh, his friend knew the code as well to escape, I said, okay, yeah, that's the, he's not going to get out, obviously. So, but it is what it is. At first, I thought he was just going to set him up. You know, the friend was setting him up. Oh, yeah. You know, and that he was going to go <laughs> down there and put in the wrong code, and it was going to set off an alarm. And then he's like, hey. Garcia, why'd you do this to me? And he's like, well, you know, I just made it out here. And, you know, they they knew I was always talking to you and you always like to escape. So, you know, I, hey, then I introduced you to my girl. My girl, hey, Sheila, come over here. Come over here. Meet, meet this guy who, uh, who just got me a raise for doing something dumb. But, uh, no, so, no, yeah, like you said, they, they sort of give in a whole little backstory with the girl via Thorne, right, who then goes into Rick's room because she... she it's it's interesting with that character because when 
when we're introduced to her, she's throwing a bottle at him and saying, he's like, what's that for? And it's like, oh, well, now I know not to try to escape from the CRM because you you try to escape, you chopped your hands, it didn't work. And then he just put you out to work again. So I'm not doing that. But she signs up and here it is where she sees that he was about to go through the sewer. She saw all of it. She says it. But instead of just saying, just go, she says, no, you got to come back. You got to come back. Why? You, you're, it's it. Just what you're gonna, you have the little girl who's probably traumatized. She's not gonna say anything. No one's really gonna question about anything. Um, his dog tag is still out there on the walker because that was the other thing that to cover up. He found a, a walker, chopped off the hand, put his dog tag, said he was gonna light it on fire, and say that you know they, they'll think it's him. And that's when he was about to throw and the for the flame to start, and it didn't happen. But she could have let him go, but no, she keeps making it seem like no, no, you got to come back. This is where you belong. You know, and that's the whole thing. The ones that survive, I, I when I kept trying to think about the title, it's more of like the feeling that people believe in the CRN, that they are the ones that survive, that this is them, this is the new beginning. They are trying, right? That's, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, there, there is a revolt within the CRM to change the beliefs and how they operate. Uh, the thing is, though, if you're if you've been watching Walking Dead and you see the CRM, obviously, you know, you're not going to root for them to be successful in anything they do. So this is why I say, uh, let's see what what Rick's plan is, because like you said before, uh, when Okafor recorded, re uh, recruited him and Thorn and Thorn, you're wondering why there wasn't anyone else. I think this is where Michonne comes into the play. Right. Because she obviously, I guess, will help Rick. To deal with this situation, but uh, we have to see how everything uh, progresses in the next several yeah. episodes. Yeah, and then of course it they answer the question Thorn when she's having the little heart to heart in uh, Rick's room of explaining the sad story with the little girls. She was part of a community and a museum, and the people that you killed were her parents. They had turned somebody died, so it sounds like somebody had died inside because she said one minute they uh, the walkers were there. Well, I mean somebody died. They turned, started biting all the other ones, you know, and that uh, she hid in one of the spots there, and that they all knew she was there. Or a lot of the walkers, and they kept grabbing at her, but all their guts and stuff was getting all over her. And eventually she gave up and said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go out of there and die." She stand. She went out of her little hiding spot, but they didn't attack her. Well, we all know how that works. It's because of all the guts. Now she doesn't smell fresh anymore. She smells like dead meat. So um, I was like, okay, you explain that story. Uh, I guess you know we, we could have used that. But then it, it just, that it felt like a little side thing there. I, I don't, was it needed? Unless that character is going to play a bigger part. If the little girl is going to play a bigger part or something's going to happen. But no, I feel, I feel like the, the whole purpose of that is to, is to, uh, flesh out Rick and Thorn's. Uh, is it Thorn? I forgot the name. I, we're saying um, Thorn. Hopefully, it's Thorn. If you're, if you're watching yeah, on YouTube yeah. in the chat, it is okay. Yeah, it's Thorn. I th I think it is to flesh out their 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 um their chemistry and stuff. Whatever is going to happen in the future, it's and Carlos, you thought there were going to be a little more chemistry. You you were like, oh, this is leading up to something. Oh yeah, it's been it's been six years since Rick's last seen Michonne, so you know, pretty sure he's getting lonely. Like you're right, I think she's gone, but you're not. <laughs> you're here. Well, 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 let me. Well, let me. Let me. Let, let me stop that theory right now for Carlos. Uh, oh. Now that Michonne, now that Michonne is back in the picture, I think it's 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 too late. 
Oh yeah. Thorne had had her opportunity, and it's it's over now. <laughs> right. Well, but uh, before we leave that area, that that CRM location, we are introduced to the major, and that's the guy from Lost. You found his name, Rich, because I blanked on it, but. Uh, he was Locke. If you guys, whoever listening and watching, uh, it, remember Lost, that actor. Yeah, it's uh, G- General Beale. Yeah, General is, uh, Beale. And uh, I instantly was like, this is going to be the new big bad. Because you know, he usually plays a bad guy in other shows. Besides Lost, there's others that he's been in. but And so he sits out there. Cause everybody has these conversations on the park bench there. You know, it, it's great. You know, so whenever I saw that that scene from the bench, I thought of those Liberty Mutual commercials. You know, Liberty, 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 and they always show those hor- horrible backdrops of like Statue of Liberty or something. You know, it's fake. They're not really there, and that's what I kept seeing here. I was like, they're probably just looking at a blue screen and sitting <laughs> on the bench. You know, but anyway, Rick likes to hang out here and and just have his daydreams, and so he's there, and then uh, the general comes over. And we'll get into the the Michonne daydreams also, but uh, the uh, the major sits down and says, "Oh, you know, I know about you, and this and this and that, and this is." And he gives a more backstory of the bombings and all the locations and and Okafor and all that. And then he asks him a weird question, which is, "Should I trust him? Should I trust Okafor?" Well, why are you asking this, Jabroni? Who just you know who signed yeah. up recently? What that makes no damn sense. <laughs> it's like well. What do you, is there a yes or no answer even? Because if he says no, do you trust him? Because he just hired, maybe he's trying to take his job. Maybe he's tr- he hates that guy, you know, for putting him out on the front line for six years. And it's like, you know, don't trust him. He's, he's a horrible person. He doesn't care about anybody. Get rid of him. No, but that's not what Grimes says. Says he's a good guy. No, it's good. It's everything's fine. You don't have to worry. Okay. Again, it, it's trying to, at least the way I see it, they're trying to imply that a lot of time has passed where Rick is in the military, in the CRM. Because at first he said it was one year. He said, you've had one year of training. You know, this is what Okafor, when he's talking to him and, uh, and Thorne about it. But then later, when Rick does his little narrations, multiple years in the CRM have passed. So I guess he's moved up, but we don't see any ranking system or anything like that. We just have to get taking consideration that this force command group that Okafor was creating was created, and that those were the two people part of the group, the special force. But as we'll get into later, there's other people in the helicopter with Rick, so there's other getting involved. But hey, it's a lot. There's a lot. But some of the other tie-ins with World Beyond before I forget. Because it just happened in their Okafor little conversations back and forth. And the major on that bench talked about that they were going to go to this college for a big meeting with all the other CRM leaders. Now, that was brought up in World Beyond, that big meeting. And that took place. But then there was all this craziness going on in Omaha at the same time. And Omaha gets brought up here as well. All right, so... It, it, it's an interesting tie-in of how they're trying to explain that, hey, there could have been a chance that Rick showed up in, in at that meeting 
I don't think because when we were watching, we were like, oh, he probably did show up there, and he and the the kids didn't see him. You know, it didn't matter. Or it would have been cool if they would have just had like a tracking shot of showing people walking in the background, and we would would have seen Rick with some of the other CRMs just walking into a room. That would have been pretty cool. You know, but uh, I don't think he ever made it, right? Because now this is where I got a little confused. Um, we know about the Omaha bombing, right? Because that was broadcast over on the CRM TV. And we know that happened and we saw that through the world beyond. And it was a CRM that did all that. Even though here they don't know that. They're saying that some other group did the bombing, right? And it's not a spoiler, people. And they're like, oh, you're spoiling. No, no, no. Because that was mentioned and answered in World Beyond. Because that was a question also. Remember the, the sisters trying to figure out who did this bombing. And they found out when they talked to the big bad. I'm blanking on the woman's name that was in charge. But she had even said, hey, we did this. This is how we, we handle things. So no spoiler. That's already out there. By the way, she will be in this show. We already saw her in the flashes when they showed the recap of uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what happened leading up to. So she is probably going to be in the next episode. We'll talk about Jadis. Well, Jadis also. Yep. Jadis. Yep. Yeah. She's the yeah. one that abducted. And uh, she also played a part in the other one. But she changed her name in the other mm-hmm. one. Remember? There was a different name. She got rid of Jadis. You know, which is interesting with that too. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that gets all ex- flushed out about explaining some of those situations. So what I was trying to figure out is when they got on the plane in that main toward the end of the scene, the helicopter, I should say, where were they going? Did they ever say? Did I miss that? Where they said they were because they I don't think they were going to. Were they going in route to the conference? But Omaha happened. So I, I don't know. Uh, this was after Omaha, but I want to hear what Carlos had to say. I, I I don't know where they were going specifically, but this was way after Omaha because we saw the broadcast where he was talking about all the stuff that happened, and then Rick was asking, "Do you know who was responsible for this? Who did this?" And they they wouldn't they wouldn't tell him who uh, did it. So, yeah, my your guess your guess is best as mine, but um, I, I mean, from what I understood, they were wasn't weren't they going to send Rick to his assignment? He was assigned to take over yeah. that uh, school or whatever. I forgot what it was. Yeah, he was going to the, well, he was, oh, that's it. He was going to another location because they were going to create the other groups. Because uh, mm-hmm. no, they were, the campus was a meeting. The one at the college campus was a meeting for all the CRM leaders to get together and to talk about plans and stuff like that. And that was, uh, that was the first episode of World Beyond right there. Uh, the Omaha, we blew up. When the bombing, and I don't remember what episode, it was definitely going into season two that they talked about in World Beyond. But in this one, when it happened on, on when they were watching it on the television, trying to figure out if that was during the same time he was supposed to go to that big meeting or after. No, it must have been after because everybody was already at the meeting. So yeah, Rick should have been at that meeting. I don't know, people, if you're in the chat, it's a lot of sides timelines if you can figure this out do you think rick was at the conference meeting at the college that was in world beyond which we know took place because that's where we were introduced to a lot of the higher-ups and the big bad that was there for that season for that series so i don't know but we'll flesh out a little bit with uh, okaford because then he gets into another altercation with rick grimes they will rick grimes but, you know, Rick and Rick put his uh, blade to use. Well, tried to put it to use to, to end him while he was sleeping. 
that's when Okaforth spills the beans about how evil of a person he was. You know, bombing Los Angeles and some other big cities. And he was supposed to do uh, Philadelphia, but his wife was trying to stop him. No, was she, was she, trying, she was trying to stop him, right? I think that's what it was. No. Or, or was no, she that's... telling him to do it? She was telling him to do it. And, and he had and to he, kill her. And he killed her. That's right. It was the reverse. So he, she was telling him to do it, you know, and he killed her. So he knows about hard decisions. This is also when he had spilled the beans about reading all those love letters and stuff that he was sending out. So that was a thing. Um, it was, it was, it was all right. I get it. That whole segment, why it had to happen, why he had to spill all this stuff. And, and, and but the letter reading didn't work for me. I figured it would have been, it would have made more sense if it was, oh, we got all this information from Jada. Jada told us that because she was there. She knew this. She was feeding us all this information about new potentials. Because the other thing that I was thinking about with the whole why pick Rick Grimes to just work the front lines and kill walkers, you could have had any Joe Schmo do this, is that Jada was working with Okaford. And she, he was saying, hey, if you find anything of use out there, you know, people-wise, let me know and we'll bring them out. And she found Rick and said, I got somebody. Let me send him. That right there is a better explanation. I'm pretty sure the writers didn't do that, but that's not what <laughs> no. they should have did. That's exactly because she knows Rick. So that would have made a hell of a lot more sense for her to be the one that was so high on him being the one that they, they chose. Yeah, and would have made sense for him to know all this when Rick was like, how do you know all my stuff? I don't know. It's like, oh, I know about your, your daughter. I know everything because mm -hmm. of Jadis. But they don't even bring her up. Besides the fact that we saw her in the flashback montage showing all the stuff, they don't even mention her. We don't even see her at this location. So that, again, is like, well, it says now. Right? So we can play on that a little bit. It says now, right at the end, big now. Well, now is what? Now is, is that now also a world beyond now? Because if that's the case, is that where Jada is? Because remember, she was dealing with all of those issues now. Or is this now as at the end of when Mothership ended and Michonne sees a caravan? And goes to the caravan. Remember, she's like, oh, I found a new group and goes there. Or is this just now within the timeline of Rick and whatever he's dealing with? Or is this now as after what happened at the Commonwealth? Because that's a different well, now. Yes. They, yeah. Th these are all different nows. If I had to make my guess, this is pretty much the continuation of the last time we saw Michonne. So in that next episode... It's probably going to be the backstory as to what happened to Michonne in that time frame. And then the now is now she is now reunited with, with, with Rick in the current time, whatever time that is. And Rick Jr., which he does not know about. Yes. Because that's <laughs> never brought up. He keeps, you know, he, he misses his daughter and all that stuff and his wife and his daughter's wife's daughter. And I was like, oh, that's right. He does not know because she was pregnant. You know, so he was missing the whole thing. So he doesn't know. So that's going to be another surprise. And maybe he'll be upset at Michonne. I was like, oh, where's, uh, where's Judah? Oh, I left her. And uh, our son. What? You left both our kids with, with Daryl? What is wrong with you? You know, it's like, come on now. 
It's like Carol's here too. She's crazy. <laughs> it's like what's we're leaving abort. Let's go back. And who knows? That might be it. We'll get to the, the ending of this, but what what really happens in this story? It's a good question. So anyway, now we get to right here at the end of it, where he's on the, the plane. And this is the, the, the other thing that sort of threw me off. And now that I think about it, this doesn't mesh. Well, no, it does. It makes perfect sense where he was going. Uh, so he's in the helicopter. This is Rick with um, um, the his captain. Uh, Ford, right? Ola Ford. I'm blanking on his name again. Oka Ford. Sorry, Oka Ford. And there's a few others in the back. We don't see their faces, but they're there, and we only know this because of what happens in the next scene. But it, they made the way they cut it. It made it look like there was a pilot, Oka Ford, and Rick. Right? We uh, Thorne is not on this flight. So the fact that she's not there tells me that they're going through with the plan of what he said, where I'm going to send you to this location assignment, to this community. You're going to go find resources, people, spread the word. We're going to build our section there. You're going to, you know, create a unit. And Rick, I'm going to take you to this other spot. You're going to do the same at that unit. But I guess Okaford decided to take the flight with him. This is me guessing of where they were going. This is when we actually see Rick seems like it's a genuine response of turning around. Right. That he says, hey, I'm buying into what you're selling. I think you're right. I think we should do this. And I think it also combines and I'll bring it up now with all those weird flashbacks that we were seeing, not even flashbacks. It was just dreams, daydreams that Rick was having on that same bench, I would think, because they just changed the, the foreground there. But he's at the bench, same Michonne. It looks like he was working somewhere. She was going to work. He's doing a little flirting. You know, she comes back the next day. He brings her pizza and, and more flirting. And then he, it's not until he kisses her. Then he realizes, wait a minute, no, none of this is real. None of this is not happening. He doesn't ever mention that in the real world, like while he's awake. You know, he doesn't bring it up or anything. This seems like there's something that we're seeing in his head when he's dreaming. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, we never see him wake up like, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, it's like we're, we're, well, we're we, we did see him wake up a few times from it, so we know that it's a dream. Uh, yeah, no, especially no, we towards know. the end. Yeah, well, it's yeah. definitely yeah. a recurring dream. Oh no, it's definitely a recurring yeah, dream. Yeah. But he doesn't talk about it. It's not like something like he shares yeah, yeah. and then it's like, oh, I have this dream. He, he even... really said hi to Esteban for yeah, exactly. 10 years, right? Yeah, he barely <laughs> talks to the dude, right? Until what? To tell him congratulations, you're leaving. I don't know. It was weird, and th that never gets addressed again because the guy said he's like, "What made you start talking to me now? I've been talking at you. You never talked to me." He never. He never, didn't even answer that one. So there you go. Still a one way conversation. So, uh, yeah, he's having all these these uh, visions stuff, but it just all plays back of, like, starting new beginnings. And that was some of the things that Thorne even gave with the dialogue of, like, they didn't leave us. We left them. You know, this is it. We, they're not lost. We are. This is, a, this is our new beginning then. This is what we have to do now. You know, so just let that go. Just whatever. Because she thinks she had a son, right? She talked about she had somebody also back there so it's not like she she had uh, no one to return to if she was to go back to her life but she's way off you know if she's here in the states from south africa that i don't even know how you how do you find a flight <laughs> when the world has gone kaput i don't think you do you think you're just stuck where you're at unless you hang out with daryl and you get on those boats to paris so uh so while they're there and he's he's given the whole speech to uh 
uh, Okafort about how he's uh, drinking the Kool-Aid now and he's good to go. All of a sudden, boom, 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 shots fired. And he takes one. Okafort is, what was it, to the head, to the throat? What Did you guys see it? Because they did a little zoom-in shot. Where did he take that shot? Uh, the chest, and then he exploded. So they shot some type of weapon that made him explode, and, his, and of course, some people in the back also got shot, and they exploded as well. That's what I thought. I thought mm -hmm. they did explode, but when we get to it, it doesn't look like they did. I mean, how big was this plane then? And how many people were in this helicopter? Because, yeah, I saw that with explode, but then I saw some other commotion, and I, I just thought there were just more shots that were being hit. Yeah. Because then they started spinning out of control. I don't know if Okafort was the pilot because then they don't ever show the pilot. They just show Rick and Okafort, Rick and Okafort, and then that's it. I don't oh, no. see. Did you I, see? A pilot? I, I thought I thought Rick was the pilot. He was the one that was flying the plane. Because when did he learn how to fly? We, yeah, no, we 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 saw him in the pre in the pre, in, in the episode earlier. He was flying the plane as well. So uh, yeah, I guess he did learn how to fly. Oh, With see, all I, that year, that all that time that passed, yeah, he learned new skills. Oh, right. See, well, I didn't. I I just thought he was a passenger on this trip. I didn't know he uh, knew how to fly and he knew navigation and knew where to go. But uh, whatever, <laughs> that's it. Hey, but he he starts talking on the comms. He starts giving communication where he's at. They're going down, and sure enough, they go down. It was a really cool scene. That's one thing I did like about this episode. It, it didn't feel cheap. It definitely didn't feel cheap. Yeah, maybe I told you like that Liberty Music Tool is a picture of the, the backdrop of the city, but everything else, the locations, the sets, the, the running in the woods, we did see some walkers. The It, it all felt legit for what they were going for. You know, especially at this point, we see, whoops, we see the, the helicopter go down. Uh, there's some more explosions. He Now, this is why I was confused because Rick is running and there's two other soldiers with him and he's giving them commands and stuff. So I'm like, oh, those guys didn't explode in the back unless there was a back back two more rows. But they have the yeah, everyone has helmets on, so we can't see. But we definitely know one of them was not Thorn. She's never brought up in this, which is why I think she was on in, in route to the other location. And uh, some more bombs go off behind. It sends all three of them flying. He's on the floor. Rick is uh, crawling. And then we see, like, just foots, footsteps in the back. And then, you know, all that stuff. All right. So someone is picking off the other two and just making sure they're dead. And uh, he, he's like, I'm Rick Grimes. I, I, I go out with a fight. And he starts trying to fight back. And it's not working out. But this is, this is where I get surprised with all this. And I was like, well, it's, it's TV. This is the sign of TV. There is a better way to do this, but this is what the TV want. They want the shock. They wanted that. Instead of killing the other ones, like killing this Rick like they did with the other ones, the person decides to take the, the helmet and the, the mask thing off to see the face. Why? Why do you care? You don't care. It would have been better is if he gets whacked in the head so hard that his helmet goes flying off. Yeah, and then yeah. he's face down. <laughs> and when he's face down, the person kicks him in the gut, you know, like to roll over so they can get a good stab in his heart like a vampire and then see his face. Then that would have made more sense than someone taking the time now to pick you up, take this off, let me get a good look at you. Why? You didn't care about the other oh. two jabronis. Why do you care about this one? Eh, it's, it's TV. That's why. They, they want the shock moment. Uh, 
Well, I, I, I do agree. I, I kind of, I understand there will probably be some people watching this. They will think, well, if I was in this situation, I want to know who is the one that uh, was basically trying to attack me. I mean, we need to see what happens in the next episode. Obviously, there's a reason why Michonne and the group she's working with was targeting these people that were flying oh, around know. with they the know. CRM. It's a CRM. Yeah. They, they, they got that big yeah. symbol across the, 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 the helicopter there and on their gear. They know who they're attacking. That's why I don't oh, yeah. understand why this. Is, well, as we know, as Michelle wanted to see the face of the final kill. That's a good. That's a good point. I, I don't know either. I guess uh, just want to know who my killer is or who tried to kill me. But I, yeah, that, that's a very good question. I don't know if Carlos was about to say something about that because he looked like he was. You got you got answers, Carlos. <laughs> uh no, I. So I I I do think that the the way they did it with at least the part where she was taking off the mask was good because I feel like she's, I mean, the whole purpose she's there is because she's looking for Rick. So he's trying to make sure not to kill him, but the, there is inconsistency because she did shoot a dude from a freaking helicopter. And <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You want to kill them all. You're not really, you're looking for him, but when you see people in the CRM uniform, you're not assuming that he's a soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, they call. Exactly. Let me let me see if they converted you. Did they brainwash you? Hold on, let me see. Try to check each person. She didn't. I mean, and some may argue, well, we didn't see checking the other ones, but they were quick kills. We heard it in the background. They were quick, and like you just said, Carlos, they shot down the helicopter. They, I'm sure their intent was for everyone to die in a crash, but uh, that wasn't the, the outcome. There were some survivors. I guess, I guess unless if she wasn't the one to shoot the plane maybe it was someone else and she was just there to to take out the rest or whatever that also could be possible but we, who knows i mean it's a lot of perfect timing go I ahead mean, good, good thing we're going to get a backstory of, of the whole michonne thing in the next episode to see what happened yes mm-hmm. uh we need that backstory but the, but this is what i will say for those that did watch this episode i guess the moral of the story is if something is meant to be it will be because yeah. this entire episode, Rick was trying to get home. He threatened to kill himself. He didn't think he was going to get home. And yet, when he just, you know, followed instructions or whatever, all of a sudden, things came together. And now he got reunited with Michonne. So, in other words, don't worry. Just see how everything plays out. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. And you have a friend named Garcia. Listen to him. Because uh, he probably yeah. has some good ideas. Because <laughs> if he would have yeah. talked to Garcia... Earlier on, within those six years, he could have been yeah. poof in the CRM, not in that in the the city because it takes six years to get there. But the military, that's a different story. You know, if they recruit you, you can join up, and he could have joined up a long time ago it, and gone through this whole process a long time ago, and probably still had his hand, and probably still had his <laughs> hand. Yeah, yep. So there you go. So then. She takes it off, and then poof, we get the moment. We have already know what Michonne looks like because we've seen it, I don't know how many times, in the teasers, even before this. Remember they, when they were showing scenes and images of the set and stuff, and we're seeing her with the, the football mask and all that stuff. So uh, once they, they pan over, once the, the, I remember the, the hood was taken off. I knew. I knew the person he was going to be looking at was going to be Michonne. And the first thing that popped in my head is like, oh, how convenient. How convenient. This is where you get shot down and the person that finds you is your wife. Oh. It's TV. I get it. I get it. 
but still it's like uh, it would have been a little more of a surprise if it was maybe not Michonne and we see that she's back at the base or somewhere you know part of a group doing some other stuff or maybe someone else he knew throw a curveball you know throw in somebody that else is who's been missing who, who didn't come back I mean I don't know who offhand but it, it just would have been oh, oh I know who no I think he died though I think about it no, forget it. Uh, so many people died uh, and over the, the time. I was thinking of uh, random people. But uh, anyway, it was very convenient. But it was cool to see. There we go. They're both on in frame on the show together again. It's been years. She's taken aback. She's like, oh, oh, I can't believe it. You know, she almost, I think it would have been crazy. It would have been even better if she did stab him. Like, like she didn't take it off the hood. And then, you know, he's coughing up blood or something. You see it through the mask. It's coming. It's getting all gory. And then she's like, you want your final breath? And she pulls the mask off so you can get it. And then she sees she just stabbed her husband. Well, that right there would have definitely been a lot more interesting to have already wounded him. It would have made people fear as though he actually was going to die. So, yeah, I agree. That would have been a lot more interesting to do that. But uh, as you said, this is TV. It's TV, and and that's it. They didn't want that. They wanted to, they wanted to end off on a high note. I know a lot of people, myself included, were not expecting this reunion so early, especially the first episode. I thought they would drag this out a little bit more, maybe a little cat and mouse type of situation where he was in one location, and then we find out she was just there, or she was there but in another room, you know, another area. Like he's. Oh, I'm fighting this rebel group or whatever, helping out or doing whatever, and find out she's part of the group, but she's not in that fight. But then again, they're wearing the CRM are all wearing the helmets, so it's not like you would see the person's face. It doesn't. I don't think they had name badges that said their last names, like you know, Grimes or something like that. I mean, there's so many different ways they could have gone down this road. Uh, but you know, Scott Kimple, he knows best. He knows best. But this is what he wants to do. So. Uh, so yeah, so there, there we go. That was it. Right at the end, it's the scene of just Rick there. I'm like, oh man, this, I, is this a dream? And <laughs> I would, how crazy would that be if this was a dream? If this was another dream well, of him coming out? Well, we know, we know it's not a dream. Well, I, we know because of the the, the trailer, because the teaser. No, there, there's no five pizza boxes. Oh, there the pizza box. But no, this is a dream of <laughs> reverse dream. This is a dream that he has for for uh, his commanders that he gives in to him, and this is what happens. <laughs> it's not about Michonne now. It's all up for it. It's it's the dream that I I gave in to him, and and this is what I get. I get shot down by my wife, and she's about to kill me, and and now we're we're you reunited, and we're gonna jump on that horse and head back to. Uh, you know, Alexandria, because you know, no, he doesn't know about the Commonwealth. Imagine, oh. imagine Rick. Rick is pissed at Michonne for killing his friend. He's like, "You killed Okafor. Right? You killed my friend. <laughs> I hate you. You know, <laughs> give me your hand. What? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see where this show goes because. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, a lot of people probably thought this show was going to be that. It's going to be them trying to get together. And we would probably jump back and forth, right? Seeing where they're at, what's going on, waiting for the connection. But that, that's not what happened. They're here. They're together. Boom. Episode one. 
And I think there's what six episodes, right? I don't. I think this is their new format now. It's just we're going with six. Um, based off of uh, some of the responses you've seen, Rich, it looks like people are over the moon for this. Uh, this has been fantastic. They 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 are thrilled. Oh. Well, I I don't think that everyone has AMC Plus, so they haven't seen it quite yet. We, we will see what the general response is tonight when the, mm. and the debuts, and then we'll know whether or not people. Obviously, a, AMC is going to say yes. This is an amazing show. It's oh high yeah, 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 yeah. I all get, this I other get, stuff, but I get that. You know, oh, all right. So <laughs> we'll we'll start off with giving our thoughts of the episode and what we think of the franchise. Carlos, what did you think overall? of the ones uh, that live and what do you think is going to happen to this series well uh you said what i think about the franchise as the walking dead I for mean, this it's, one it's, for it's, this for this one for this spin-off show uh, the first episode was good i actually uh, kind of enjoyed it um there are some inconsistencies in the timeline the way they presented the timeline which uh could make things a little bit confusing um, but overall, I felt like this was a strong opener. It feels, uh, I mean, it looks like the next episode is just going to be the same thing, except from Michonne's, uh, point of view. Um, so I don't think we'll get that much progression in the story. Maybe we'll have something in, towards the end of next, uh, next week's episode. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like this is, is going to be like a one season thing. Not because not because uh, it won't do well or anything like that. I just feel like it took so much to get to this point, you know, for Rick oh, yeah. and Michonne to be back into the series, to have their own show, to release the show after you know the pandemic, uh, writer strike, actor strike, every this thing went through everything, and I just feel like, you know, unless unless the ratings for this is ridiculous. I don't think this might, uh, you know, I don't think they would want to do a season two. We'll see, we'll see. but um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this is this story is a standalone one that you know at least you know season one. If they want to do season two, that's great. But make sure that the 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 premise of whatever the conflict is for this show is you know just standalone to season one. Mm. Rich, is this a one season show? So uh, I think that this show was going to follow the exact same format as uh, Daryl. Daryl, yeah, um, which is it's actually going to be twelve episodes, but they're only telling you it's one season. So I do expect it to get renewed mm. for a second season. I think they probably already filmed the all twelve episodes, but they're just going to take their time to release the second half. Uh, I do not think it needs to have a third season, though. You know, to go to Carlos's point. I feel like you can tell the story in this one season and be done with it. And then whatever happens with uh, Rick and Michonne afterwards, they can appear on other shows or something to that effect. But I don't think this should go past go go, go past the uh, two season uh, mark. That's just my opinion. Um, and as for my thoughts on the episode, I also thought the episode was was pretty good. I mean, it's it has some issues, obviously, and I figured they were going to run into some problems when they explained all that time passing. But uh, I will say I am very curious to see where this goes, because like you said, Adam, I thought this show was going to be it the whole time. It was going to be Rick trying to find Michonne. But now that they found each other in the first episode, it makes it more interesting to see if they're actually going to be able to take down the CRM. So I am kind of curious to see where they go with that. 
Well, that, that's going to be my next question to you guys. Is that the goal? Because I would think the goal is to get home to the kids they haven't seen in six, seven years. <laughs> you know, get back home to the kids. You can't have, clearly from the teaser we saw, she's part of some larger force. She's gotten mm-hmm. back up somewhere. That's great, you know. But uh, I would think the, the priority right now is to get home to the kids get to see them as somebody who I, has kids that's what i would think of i'm like let me see them let me let them make sure they're okay just like i was worried about my wife if she was okay and then let's regroup and figure out what we can do and what do you mean daryl is gone <laughs> wait what what happened well well here's the thing i agree about one thousand percent that's what the goal is supposed to be now that Michonne, however, is wrapped up in this situation, you know the CRM is going to be following up to see what happened, what's, you know, what's the crisis. So it's kind of a situation now where they have to get out of this. She, he has to get her away from this situation. Uh, obviously, they know who Rick is. They, you know, I'm pretty sure there are other people that know about Rick's past. Jadis obviously knows about who Rick is as, as a person. So they have to deal with these characters. Otherwise, they're going to be just tormenting them throughout the rest of the season. So I think they have to deal with this issue, find a way to deal with it. Now, Rick can't fake his death this time. You know, I, I guess he could, but we'll have to see what happens. But uh, they are going to have to deal with that before they're able to actually get their peace and freedom away from the, all of this. That's what I think. All right, here's the biggest question. Question of the night, everybody in chat, go ahead, sound off. <laughs> Do we see Morgan? Well, that's I was, I was about to mention right? that. Does Morgan oh. pop up in this show? Because remember, he is in that area now. And he's mm. on the walkie-talkies. And I know that they don't have the walkie-talkie, but they, they seem to always pick up on everything. Do they find a way to put Morgan into this show? I say yes. I think yeah. we'll see a few. I think we may even, even, if we don't see him, we will hear Ezekiel's voice again. Uh, I could see some of those characters coming up in some way, mainly because I definitely think we are going to see a reunion with Judith and RJ Jr. with the parents. This got to happen. If I, it happens, that, then it, yeah. That 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 one thousand percent needs to happen, and I think that that'll be the moment that everyone. This is why, for me personally. When when Rick and Michelle had their reunion, I I I didn't feel anything with the with the reunion in this episode. All right, obviously, Rick had already decided prior to this he was done looking for Michelle. He's just going to live life, and then he all of a sudden has this reunion. And of course, you know, yes, Michelle was very emotional, but I didn't get anything out of Rick. Just like a bit of a shock, or to some extent. So I feel like yes, them reuniting with the kids—that's a moment that they definitely want to have. But the question I have for you two, as well as the viewers, do you think they're going to have a big thing when he has his reunion with Daryl? Eventually. Morgan, I do expect that to happen as well. But uh, Daryl, kind of like, they that's like his uh, you know, uh, brother from Rich, another mother. So. Rich, Rich uh, you, you convinced yeah. me. There's going to be more than one season. They got to <laughs> they <gotta> tie in. <laughs> they, they, broke, they, broke, they, they did the mothership. The mothership ended. And they're like, we got to bring them all back. We got to bring with get the, the gang back together. There we go. Mm-hmm. Man, they got to reunite. Yeah, because they're all fighting different bats. Daryl is going to be the long shot because he's over fighting another group in France. 
So that's going to be a trip whenever that happens. And it would be a one-way trip. I think it's Daryl coming back to the States. I don't think we're going to see Rick and Michonne all of a sudden end up in France. So it's whenever. No, no. And then now that well, we know man, the way Carol, that Carol is going to France to yes, do all this. Carol's going there. So it, that it's going to be way off. When that happens, you know what? When that happens, that's when the movie happens. That's when the Walking Dead movie happens. That's when they open up AMC says, "All right, how much did we save up? Let's uh, let's uh, let uh, all the special effects. Let's go all out. This is the big one, <laughs> you know." So, uh, like you said, Carlos, uh, the Avengers are reuniting. We get all the 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 original, the OG members all together that are still alive. You know, uh, maybe at this point, they years have passed, and we have. The Judith that everybody wants to see, like the Sarah Connor, because that's what they always said. We're going to see she's going to grow up and become Sarah Connor. She grew up in this life. She's a badass and stuff. That's when we see her. RJ, you know, who knows what, you know, just let's just grab. I don't know. For, for RJ, for me, I know some people will get this, this comparison, but uh, especially Rich. I see that RJ could uh, be um, uh, Apollo Cruz. You know, I could see that <laughs> RJ growing up. You know, yeah. and not a, like someone badass, or if not Apollo Cruz, um, uh, what you call it uh, from New Day, Xavier Woods. You know, <laughs> if they want to go with that, I don't know why. Just something, just someone who's been hardened, but like Apollo Cruz because he's he's stocky. You know, he's not a big dude, so the height there, but he's solid. You know, I think that would be a good one, and he's still within that age. He's, he's you know, he's, what, like, I want to say early 30s. That's a big time jump, I get it, but I'm just trying to say that if they go all out, at some point, they can't have these just little kids because that'll always be the concern, watching out for little kids. You have to have these kids become soldiers. If Carl was still alive, we he could have grown up with the show. Now he's in his, you know, with late twenties or whatever. Would have been perfect, fine. It was a big mistake for killing him off. I hate that they did it, you know. So I, I would not rule out seeing a flashback with Carl. That's a possibility, right? You know, some type of, or maybe like you know, Rick has all these dreams. Maybe he has a dreams that uh, Carl is talking to him one last time. Uh, I don't know. They won't do it. Then it would have to pay the actor. And do all <laughs> I think they they cut that. We saw. Remember, even in the last one toward the end, they did really fast cuts. Yeah. They didn't really go into the the, the whole discussion because he had some sad moments right toward the end that they could have really. Great dialogue, the lines when he was telling the story about, hey, I'm dying, I know this is going to happen, just leave me here, blah, blah, blah. Sad, sad. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Wait and see. But you know what? I agree with both of you guys. Good episode. Good episode. Uh, I agree also with Rich. Uh, I think they're going to do, because they also did that with Dead City, where six episodes, and like, ta-da, we're coming back for a second season, another six episodes. Eh, technically, that would have all been one season. You know, I, we, you guys were doing it that way. It was one seat. What, what's going on here? You know, but uh, we see what they're doing here. You know, they're splitting things up uh, for whatever reason. This is how they do things. We've seen that happen for a while. But hey, it's at least it's not as bad as a UK show where I remember Sherlock. They'll give you like three episodes. And I'm like, hey, that's a wrap for the season. <laughs> it's like three episodes. What's going on? Granted, they were what ninety minutes, sometimes two hours, but it still sucks because you you you're accustomed to watching a certain amount of a show, and then when it's that short, it, we just experienced that with True Detective, you know, six episodes, 
I was like, all right, that was good. And I, I guess they, maybe it's fine, but maybe a lot of characters weren't flushed out. Could have been flushed out if you had more episodes. I don't know. That's a whole discussion for another debate there. If more is better than less, I don't know. But anyway, this is what we have. And we are glad that we are back, people. So thanks again for listening and watching, whether on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Check us out over at The Coalition. We get all kinds of stuff there. Game reviews, TV reviews, uh, movie reviews, interviews, all kinds of stuff. So uh, that will be it. And we will be back, because I'm pretty sure it's every week, right? They're not, uh, they're not going to skip any days. I thought I could see from the yep. calendar here. So we will be Just back. Weekly. Yep, there we go. Cool. And uh, we'll be back next week, everybody. So thanks again for tuning in and subbing and following. And uh, peace out.